Rage Against the War Machine rally held uh, just yesterday in Washington, D.C. Let's get to Dave Casey. I believe it was uh, Dave, was this yesterday that this happened? This was, yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, how big a crowd did you get? Uh, I would say somewhere in the realm of three to 4,000. Pretty good. Now, I will tell you that I read a critique of this from the socialists in this country, and, and let's just say uh, the, the socialists are not too keen on your anti-war rally. Figure that, folks. This is where we are right now in this country. The left is not real pleased that the libertarians, who are not right-wingers, left-wingers, they're just pretty much libertarians, uh, would have an anti-war rally. So, uh, so who showed up at this thing? Uh, man, everybody, um, if you listen to the corporate press, the far extreme left and the far extreme right, but it was, um, uh, it was very eclectic, man. And it was extremely peaceful and, uh, it was really beautiful, but yeah, there were communists, socialists, libertarians, probably some MAGA people in there and regular Democrats who were disaffected. Um, it was great. Well, that's the thing. You have some MAGA people. Now all of a sudden you're enemy of the world. You know, when it comes to sure. national media and and the socialists and all that, I'll tell you what: though, the worst people are the regime libertarians, though, with inside our own sphere that would that would call this pro Russia or pro Putin. Uh, we're seeing some of that, so that's how divisive it can get. get how, how can that be pro Russia or pro Putin? Uh, I don't know if you saw any of the video footage, but it's really easy. I don't know if this was staged or not, but there was one or two people with a Russian flag flying it right behind the Jumbotron camera. Yeah. So they knew how to, you know, Tulsi Gabbard gets up to speak. That makes for a great picture that they can share around the world, right? And it only took a couple seconds to do it. Um, so it doesn't take much, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do about that. You know, you can carry whatever flag you want. Well, you know, you have a rally like this, anything, and whoever shows up to try to make their point of what they think is important to them is going to show up. And they're going to say, oh, look at me. I'm getting attention now. See, see, look at me. Or you'll have people who uh, infiltrate to say, okay, we're going to make this thing look like it's really bad to try to disparage these folks. But I think what matters is, uh, is the content. And uh, what is it that Tulsi Gabbard was saying on stage? Uh, well, she kind of went back to her early roots of getting called a Russian asset. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that was now the Russian asset. That was from, uh, what is the uh, the View? Joy Behar? Uh, and presidential candidate uh, Hillary Clinton. Hillary called, Clinton, called yes, her calling her. A, and, uh, and they never really had any, uh, any merit for calling her a Russian asset other than she's anti-war. It's pretty much the worst thing you could do is call an, uh, a combat veteran. And presidential candidate, uh, a Russian asset. It's it, that's they they. It's always the double speak. You know, they say that she's treasonous, but it's what you're doing is actually treasonous. Well, we'll see know? if that really matters to Democrats, especially in the next in the coming presidential election, uh, because the news is out from the laptop from hell that Hunter Biden had all these connections and doing these deals uh, with a couple of Russian oligarchs, and then tried to sell knowledge of Russian oligarchs to uh, uh, the big aluminum company. And and they said that's not worth fifty five thousand dollars. Okay, fine. And then of course uh, you know deals with Ukraine and such. I wonder if that's going to matter because if it matters, then doesn't that mean that Democrats won't vote for Biden? You tell me. What do you, what do you think it means? I think it mattered in twenty twenty, and the corporate press, in tandem with the state, suppressed that. And again, more examples of double speak. They are decrying 
disinformation and and uh, you know Russian bots on this side while they actually are participating in uh, election meddling. That's what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't have much hope for that. So the, uh, if Republicans are out there li- listening and they're thinking, oh, you know, we can do it in 2024, it's like. But you didn't solve the problem of 2020. Right. So what are you talking about? Uh, These are this is what I'm going to get to Greg in just a second. Hang on. Greg's on the phone. I'm going to get to what the socialists were saying on uh, their WSWS.org site. The Rage Against the War Machine held uh, in Washington, D.C. was a political freak show attended by a motley crowd of several hundred Libertarian Party supporters, neo-fascists and disoriented and demoralized middle class (laughs) individuals without an independent program or perspective. And the speeches, many of which were obscene, obscenity-laced uh, rants, were pitched to the lowest political level. So um, how do you feel about that? Do you think that was accurate? No, you know what? I listened to – I think Jimmy, Jimmy Dore might have had a couple expletives, but I don't think that that's really accurate. And the, I've heard a couple times – I think the Washington Times said that, yeah, a couple hundred you know, fringe people showed up. Like that's, that's completely inaccurate, and there's lots of video – and, and photo footage to prove that. Well, again, I don't know if that really matters. Joe Biden uh, has been a font of obscenity, so I don't see why they would be right. ups- upset about that, right? No, I mean, anything you can do, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're going to come out from all angles to discredit an anti-war movement. They, they, they have to be pretty happy with themselves. There hasn't been an anti-war movement in about 10, 15 years worth anything, so... Yeah, during uh, the Bush administration, uh, there was and seemed to be well-funded from uh, individuals on the left who just wanted to change the uh, um, the administration. They just wanted someone else elected and didn't, didn't like a Republican in there. But other than that, yeah, I, I haven't seen anything like this. And I've been wondering where a local group called Pacaman Terrace, maybe just, they just kind of folded up. I wonder where they are because they're ever so uh, omnipresent during the, the Bush administration. And I'm glad to see an anti-war rally. I, I really am. I want to get to Greg. Greg says uh, he was there. Greg, you were there? Yes, Rick. I was covering it for the America Out Loud Network in my podcast this week. Uh, so I had uh, full access to all the speakers. Now, I want you to know Greg Bolden is a Delaware guy. He actually uh, was an intern here on this program many, many years ago. Um, board operator, part-time, and now uh, he actually teaches broadcasting, bright guy, and uh, has his podcast, America Out Loud. Again, I just want people to know that that's the name of your podcast, yeah. which you've got a couple, uh, 300,000 people uh, listening to this thing every time it comes out, don't you? we got about 200,000 on the, it's on the America Out Loud network. The show is called America Emboldened. I'll be covering the Rage Against the Machine rally um, this week on the show starting tomorrow. Um, I just wanted to kind of add some things from what I was just listening to Dave talk about. I wanted to call in today to kind of tell you, speaking to everybody yesterday, it was a phenomenal event in bringing the Green Party, bringing Republicans, former Democrats that now just call themselves liberals, um, libertarians, all under one umbrella for peace. And I, I received threats, as was people telling me that my show was going to uh, be targeted for covering this rally. I was urged not to go to D.C. This was another January 6th. This was another QAnon-type rally. Um, People tagged my video stating, save all the video from this event uh, for prosecution later. I'm wondering where this type of propaganda, um, Russian uh, or Ukrainian, I guess I should say, misinformation is coming from. Uh, Because I'm a small guy, and for me to get targeted by people from all over the country 
uh, for covering something like this, I thought was very interesting. That's not normally what my Twitter feeds like. Right. Um, and so there's definitely, there's definitely a campaign to smear this. And uh, this is probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen the Libertarian Party do. Well, let me ask you um, this. Uh, do, you, do you have any idea of the, uh, the, uh, the political... I can't, I can't talk. Uh, do you have any, <laughs> any idea of what the, the uh, political leanings uh, are of these people who are threatening you? I, I, the biggest thing I can tell is the establishment, establishment media, which was largely uh, not there yesterday, and those that uh, really are aligned within the Democrat Party. Um, it wasn't any of the other parties that were really coming at me. And what was interesting was I had an opportunity to speak with Garland Nixon, who's one of the top political scientists, radio personality in Washington, D.C. I interviewed him, and he, he's a huge liberal. And he told me how corrupt the Biden administration is. And here's a guy who's down in D.C. covering this daily. And I said to him, you know, you're a Democrat. You know, he doesn't represent your views. He goes, this is not my Democrat party. And I think, you know, here are people like Jimmy Dore, who was used to be on the Young Turks, who's now – he still considers himself a leftist. Now how he's fighting for things alongside Republicans and Libertarians, maybe that's some good news for our country that – Mainstream media and the lobbyists that help control that is starting to turn over here in this country, and we might actually get some progress towards clearing out the oligarchy. Greg uh, Bolden, by the way, if you uh, just tuned in uh, with an extraordinarily popular podcast, and uh, America Emboldened. Nice job. I like that. Thanks. Thank you, Rick. Bolden, Emboldened. Okay. Uh, and Dave Casey <laughs> with the Newcastle County Libertarian Party, who was there at the Rage Against the War Machine rally. Uh, what else do you want folks to know about this, David? Uh, well, just to kind of maybe piggyback off a little bit of what Greg was just saying. Yeah, I, I want everybody – I like to find the common denominator here. And I want to remind everybody that Trump probably could have remained president if he wouldn't have said, I want to be friends with Russia. I want to trade with Russia. Like every the, – they don't talk about foreign policy on television. There's not even any war commentators in Ukraine. Has anybody seen any like really good footage? Remember, they used to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, all about, it's all about foreign policy because that's where the lifeblood of the empire is, and that's why they don't talk about it, and that's why they destroy anybody who talks about it no matter where you're at. Well, all we're seeing right now is uh, either you're with us or against us, and if you don't support Ukraine and give them you know, a couple hundred uh, – billion dollars and you're all in for that and give them fighter jets and everything else then obviously you're a russian sympathizer which is nonsense uh i, I would call out some people like for example uh, adam kinzinger now the left loved this guy because he has an r after his name and hated trump and played along with the democrats on a january 6th committee however um i was reading uh, not too long ago that kinzinger had been saying, oh, we've got to get these guys some F-16 fighter jets. And I'm thinking, really? You, you want to put American pilots in the F-16s, have them fly the border between Ukraine and Russia, one wingtip goes off sides, and what do you have? Now you got uh, NATO versus Russia in, in an, a World War III with two nuclear superpowers. That's insane. And, uh, David, I'd love to get your take on that. I want everybody to understand that that is the goal of NATO. That is the goal of the West. It's not there's they're not interested in negotiating peace like they've already rejected that numerous times. Right. That's not going to happen. The objective is to bleed Russia dry. That's the objective. And they're going to use Ukraine as the proxy to do that. So, again, anybody who thinks that Zelensky is this guy who's maybe controlling things here, it's it's so the opposite. He's obviously a controlled puppet of the West who will just 
you know, he likes money and hookers and cocaine, and he'll do this as long as it works out for him. But that guy's not running the show. This is obviously, um, this is, you know, 30 years. Oh, I know. Look, we've seen, we've seen the corruption that uh, America has brought to Ukraine. Ukraine was already a, a corrupt country. And it's not just about, you know, Joe and Hunter. I'd like to know what other bureaucrats whose names we don't know have been involved in corruption in Ukraine, you know, feeding and fueling this corruption. Uh, Republicans. Are there any Republicans that have been involved in this level as well? Joe Biden's in Poland. Well, the former, a former president of Poland was also on the board of Burisma, uh, which, of course, has been rife with corruption. He was interviewed about this and he said, well, companies like this always want to have someone like me or Hunter Biden on because it kind of whitewashes their reputation, saying, well, they can't have these nice people on the board if they're uh, if they're corrupt. And they laughed about that. Greg Bolden, uh, America emboldened. I'd love to hear from you more about what you saw at the rally and what your take is on what uh, David and I were just talking about. Rick, I, I have a question maybe for David, too, because I, I had the opportunity to meet Ron Paul yesterday, but not to question him. He was very highly covered in security. Um, but I had a question for Ron Paul, and it was one about, you know, you're asking, are there Republicans that were tied to Russia? Jesse Benson, was his son-in-law, was just sentenced for taking uh, Russian money and taking it over to the Trump campaign. He's going to jail for 18 months. Um, and so I was concerned when people were giving me little tips. That was one of the ones they said to me. It's like, is everybody speaking clear of special interest from Russia? And the, it doesn't look like that Ron Paul and the Pauls are necessarily clear from that. Dave, did you hear about that before the conference and that weigh in on uh, possibly who, if he's going to still speak? No, I haven't heard that Is recent update, though the name Jesse Benton. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, uh, Greg, can Greg, can you hear Dave? I can, okay. I can hear him now. Okay, yeah, your phone's cutting out a little bit, Greg, but it's not terrible, but it is. But, yeah, uh, so Benton got one and a half years uh, for facilitating some illegal Russian donations to Trump 2016. I don't think that Trump was uh, brought into this himself because uh, even it was proven in the uh, in the trial that Trump was not aware of this scheme. But go ahead, David. No, the only thing I can say is that I know back from 2012 days when Ron was running his campaign that Jesse Benton's name came up as a possible you know, it didn't. It didn't look like everything was clean on his end. So that's a fair. I, I don't know any know much about this new uh, accusation or what he's serving, but I will say, um, you know, they were going after Chris Hedges, who's a socialist author. He, he was there speaking um, because he used to have a show on RT. So he's obviously tied with the Russians. And this is these are not. I mean, like, it's scary that we would like to ban RT here. Like, I'm not bothered that an American author has a show on RT. I've seen some great coverage on RT over the past 15, 20 years. Um, it's been not as good since we've kind of like escalated the Cold War against Russia. But uh, you can find a lot of good information there. And um, I'd like to just hear more before I make any. Yeah, and as I've said on this program for many, many years, of course, RT stood for Russia Today and is indeed a propagandist arm of, uh, of Russia, the Russian government. What they do, and I think they do it well, they do it wisely, is they'll have some uh, some genuine journalism, some, you know, uh, some reports that don't seem to be uh, pro-Russia or pro-anything. They're just news reports, and they do that, and that's interesting. And then, they, of course, they uh, they sprinkle in a lot of Russian propaganda with that as well. So uh, that I think just, you know, just people should be aware, I think, of of the source of that sure. sort of thing. Um, that's just my take, by the way. You know, you don't have to agree, Dave. I almost <laughs> you know? appreciate – I almost 
I almost appreciate the honesty of uh, China and Russia for telling us that they control their media fully. Like we have to pretend here that it's not completely controlled. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Greg, anything else? Yeah. Are you guys aware of the Trusted News Initiative and how that's impacting the AP and Reuters since we're getting on to that topic? Well, yes, I, I know of it. And unfortunately, it's I remember uh, there was a meeting, I believe, of the Trusted News Initiative where it was in uh, it was in D.C. and they were talking about uh, how to cover the Second Amendment guns and gun crimes. They say, OK, here's the way you do it. I'm thinking, really, they, they want to sort of uh, consolidate uh, the opinions of everybody in all the media regarding this. And I remember talking about that on the program thinking, yeah, this this doesn't seem like a good thing. Greg, what what do you want us to know about it? Well, I just want to let you know that your entire mainstream news is completely compromised. At this point. It's part of uh, working with the BBC. That's working with state media. Uh, and there are people who think that that's some type of conspiracy, but it's right out there. You can research this and find it out for yourself. Done shows on it. But it's one of the reasons why yesterday when I'm standing there, I realized I'm surrounded by alternative media. There wasn't one person from the mainstream media at that rally. And as I'm covering this event, you know, I'm realizing that I've become the new voice of media. Like, Rick, you've been the voice of because you're a local level. People that have those local level shows, they're the ones that you can trust to get your information from. Um, but we need podcasters and independent journalism more now than ever. And so maybe I'm promoting my, my show in a sense on that, but I, I want people just to start looking at the journalists that are out there. People like Jimmy Dore that spoke yesterday. His podcast is important. He's a liberal, but he's bringing up excellent points. Uh, but you can find so many different voices there. And I, I wouldn't be turned on my television much anymore. And yesterday exposed that at a huge level. Yeah, I got that. Hey, your your phone is kicking out a little bit, but I am going to podcast this so that you can podcast this, Greg. It's uh, America Emboldened with Sounds great. Greg Bolden. Thanks, pal. Appreciate the call. All right, so 302-529-1017. Dave Casey, Libertarian Party, Newcastle County. Uh, we've got about a minute for you to, to wrap this and and share what you'd like people to know. Yeah, everybody, you should get involved with the Libertarian Party. It's better than it's ever been. This is a really exciting time to just get with your community, and we have a unique opportunity here in Delaware. So, uh, yeah, go follow the Libertarian Party of Delaware on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, we meet every month for business and, again, for uh, just a kind of party or a, a mixer or something. Uh, we're also pushing Defend the Guard legislation really hard here. So if you want the National Guard to stay here and not be flown overseas in case of the event of a pandemic or natural disaster or endless war, get on board with Defend the Guard. And, um, man, yeah, I'm just proud of my people. There's a lot of good Delawarean libertarians. And, yeah, I know it was uh, an anti-war rally you had in D.C., but there are some other things that you were pressing as well. Uh, would you like to mention a couple of those? Um, well, other than what? I'm sorry? Oh, there were a couple other uh, things. In other words, uh, you know, stop giving money to, uh, to all these foreign entities. Let's uh, let's stop funding Ukraine now. We've given them $200 billion of our money. And then you have uh, President Biden say, oh, yeah, we're going to give them important money, money for uh, Ukrainians' pensions. So they have some cash in their pockets. Like, really, we're giving, we're giving our money to Ukrainians to beef up their pensions when Illinois is reportedly going to fail and as well as other states, it's insane. All right, uh, what what is uh, the website? Uh, we're at lp-delaware.org, and again, we're on all the social sites, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. All right, Randy? And Dave, I just wanted to piggyback on something you said about Russia today and, and 
and it being, you know, Rick was saying, it's Russian propaganda, but just look at what Twitter did when the New York Post tried to post yep. something about the That's uh, American the propaganda. Laptop, you know? Yes. Uh, yep. put, like, yeah. I've been censored on YouTube for mentioning voter fraud on this station and posting it on my YouTube channel. Yeah. And they censored it. Dave Casey's Me been too. censored for the jab. So, I mean, you know, we're not, <laughs> we hold ourselves at this high uh, threshold and it's, 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 gone now so yeah. we're, we're just as equally if not worse controlled by our own government all right guys thanks oh, yeah. so much thank you dave casey thank you guys appreciate it always you guys are the best no you are no he is no he is no there's more rick jensen coming up on 11:50 a.m 1017 fm wdel